When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. To the kings, that's my favorite show. Do it for do some more. Do some more. Do it for do some more. When it comes to the kings, uh, big hopes and dreams as we cover our kings. Never cover the kingdom, but we loving our kings. And we cover your prayers as we doing our thing. Big deuce with the par, little mo on the screen. Solo or together, still do it for team. Never switch up for a dollar or revenue stream. So we always got each other. Balance out the beam. Do some more, and that's the end of the thing. So do it for do some more. Do it for do some more. When it comes to the kings, that's my favorite show. Do not adjust your eyes. You're not sleeping. This is not a dream. For the first time in 17 years, the kings are headed to the playoffs. How we doing? What up, dudes? Let's go, Kings! Let's go, Kings! <laughs> oh, oh my God! My God! Tonight is your night. You have been waiting for 17 years, and the Kings have done the unthinkable. Very few thought they could do it this year, but guess what? They did, and they are headed to the playoffs for the first time since 2006. Drink that shit in, man! Ooh. Wait, really drink it in? Give me that bubbly. Yeah. Let's go. And I love that we the pre-show. Tonight, the pre-show is being heard on the audio side, too. We're having some fun. Pop the bubbly tonight. Is your voice already gone? Yeah, we went to the beam right before this, and I got into some loud, light the beam chants. How are you guys oh. feeling in the chat? Oh, my God. It's okay. time for a little bit of the bubbly. It's time for the little bit of the oh, bubbly. Is it gonna be? Let the pro do it, all right? This is harder than ending a 16-year drought. Wait, wait. This looks really bad, wait, too. Let me do it. Let me, ah! Hey! Let's go. Hey, oh. This We deserve champagne. This is to all you Kings fans out there. Oh, my God. The ones who have been on this journey for oh so long. I hope that tonight you are soaking in every, every. minute of this. Every ounce. I'm seeing all the super chats and the donations. We will get to oh them my later. God, you, you guys, guys are unbelievable. It's not about that tonight. Tonight's about you guys. It's about ending this drought. This goes to <gasps> you guys. Cheers. Cheers to you. Morgan, cheers to you. Cheers to you. Oh, my, oh my double cheers. Ah, <sighs> oh, it tastes like playoffs. Hit the thumbs up if oh you my have God. not yet. If you've not oh hit God. the thumbs up button, I don't know what you're waiting for. The beam looked different <clears throat> tonight. The champagne tastes a little different tonight. Oh, it Everything. tastes so good. Oh, and you know what I love? 
Uh, my face is so red right yeah. now because I got I got this like badass facial done, right? Because I was having rashes and all these things. So I got this badass facial done because I'm like, you know, I, did, I planned it thinking, oh, I'll have to go live during different times. Like the Kings are going to clinch Monday or whatever when I have makeup on. Sure. And I actually, nope, nope. This is when they clinch and I don't give a shit. I, I'm just going to be honest. No one cares about what you look like right um, now because tonight is about what the Kings did. The streak is over. The streak, the streak is literally is over. over. Uh, Morgan, what? you know, Nick's going to ask for it later. The people want it to. Let's just give him this. Arm the laser. Arm the laser. Begin laser ignition. Fire the laser. That's good. That's good. <laughs> I do feel like oh, what? this is a special night. And okay. we are going to live... And soak up every single aspect of this night. Yes. And we're going to enjoy it with all of you. There's one way to get started, though. What? Oh, don't you dare look down. Can't you see that gleam? It's a lit up town. They said, shut up and light the beam. This laser is a Kings fan's dream. They said, ooh, shut up and light the beam. Victims losing games in the most dark and depressing ways. A joke of the league, it was a shame. Oh, we were bound to see the laser, bound to see the laser. Mike Brown took charge. I don't know how it happened. He took the floor and they said, Oh, don't, don't you care? Look down. Can't you see that gleam? It's a little count. They said, shut up and light the beam. This laser is a king's fan stream. He said, ooh, shut up and light the beam. Dude, this song's hard when you're not looking at when to start. But hey, hey, we don't care. We got it, baby. Yeah. Shut up and light the beam. You guys know what to do. Shut up and light the beam. You got it? You ready? Mike Brown took charge. I don't know how it happened. He took the floor and they said, Oh, don't you dare look down. Can't you see that gleam? It's a lit up town. They said, Shut up and light the beam. This laser is a king's fan stream. They said, Ooh, shut up and light the beam. Yes! Yeah! Woo! That's so fun. I get why kids are singing that song everywhere right now. How what you doing? Moment. What a you moment. Doing you okay? drink it in. I'm feeling great. Oh, It is a Wednesday night. <laughs> you guys, <clears throat> this song hits a little different once you make the playoffs, huh? Oh, it does. Everything hits a little different. Oh, it does. This is, you know what's so funny? Is that any NBA fans, NBA fans watching right now are probably like, this is, this is what the, this is what they do when they get to the house. But I think the real sports fans truly understand the meaning of this for our city right now, for this team, for this organization, for all of us right now. Truly, the the, the real ones get it. They get it. <laughs> what? It's just, it's it's hard to believe. After this long, we are here. We it is. are here. It is. 
I appreciate you guys being here so much. <sighs> you guys have been here through the highs and the lows. And now tonight, we get to celebrate. We knew it was going to happen, you know, the last couple of weeks. Yeah. We didn't know when. <sighs> and now the moment's here. And I was wondering how special it was going to feel. It feels special. Would have been better had they done it at home. You know what? Maybe. But tonight has been magical. We just got back from Golden One Center at the beam. Why are you laughing? Because my voice. Your voice is already gone. Like you weren't even at the game cheering them on. I know. My, and we have a playoff game to call tomorrow. I'm going to get my voice back. Yeah. It's just I got, you know, I was chanting and stuff. It's not a big deal. But this felt so special tonight. It did. It did. Like, we, so we obviously had our post-game duties and on on the NBC post game show, I saw so many Kings fans out at the beam, and I'm like, oh my god, I want to be a part of that. I want to be there. I want to be there. And I thought by the time maybe we got there, okay, like there's not going to be anyone else there. Whatever, like this will be fun. Kings fans everywhere chanting, "Light the beam!" There's news stations out there. Everyone is out there still, just soaking up every moment. Oh, and can I talk about that moment? The moment that I talk to you about yes please so i i just think it's the coolest thing that like this beam is bringing everyone together this sports team is bringing everyone together there's people that might remember this it was last season after the trade deadline there was this guy on the post game show just like her it felt like harassment the way that he was screaming bloody murder boo boo everyone on twitter started calling him the boo guy right he kind of got mad and then his dad got mad and things just weren't great so I don't, I don't have these conflicts with people. Like, I don't. I like everyone. So it was a very strange thing. He was just really upset that they traded away Tyrese Halliburton. And he's there tonight. And he comes up to me, and he's just like, hey, I'm the boo guy. And I'm like, wait, what? Oh, yeah, I remember you. And he's like, I just want to uh, apologize. I, I, was, I was wrong. And I was like, what about, like, saying, you know, screaming boo behind me? He's like, no, no, wrong about the trade. And I'm like, Yo, it's sports. We're, we're all wrong about shit. Like, who cares? I go, look how cool this is. Who cares about the booing? Who cares about the trade and who is wrong or right? Look at this moment. We are here talking right now, celebrating together. Like, that is how special this is right now. And we, we hugged and we just enjoyed the moment and soaked it in together. And it was just, it was really special. It brought people together. It was real. I know that's like super dramatic, but you guys, it was really special. I'm glad you felt that. Yeah. <sighs> There's so much we have to talk about. Appreciate you guys being here. If you have not yet hit the thumbs up button and subscribe. Let's get it started. Do some more coming down in three, two, one. Hit my music. Deuce and more, deuce and more, they tell you what they know. Deuce and more, deuce and more, deuce and more, the podcast that you know. Welcome into the Deuce and Mo podcast, recording this on a Wednesday night after the Kings have done the unthinkable, something we never thought we would see because it's been so long. For the first time in 17 years, the Sacramento Kings will be playing playoff basketball. They clinch a playoff spot tonight with a win over the Portland Trailblazers, winning by 40 in an epic second half. 
The beam is lit in Sacramento. Fans all over outside chanting, light the beam. And tonight, oh, we drink it in. The Kings are in the playoffs for the first time since 2006. How are we doing tonight? What are you laughing at? What are you laughing at? Amazing. Good job. Way to get through. Deuce, this is such an amazing night. And I'm just laughing that someone who wasn't actually at the arena like yourself has somehow lost their voice from celebrating. And I'm sure what's funny about this, I'm sure Deuce is not the only one out there. And that's what makes this all so (laughs) damn cool that we're just at home screaming, crying, whatever, singing. Who cares? I don't know. It's just the coolest thing that is going on right now in this city. The amount of people that have texted me, I can't imagine what other people are are getting right now communication-wise. This is just, yeah, bizarre. And here's how the end of the game sounded from the legend, the G-man, Gary Gerald. Salvadova holding it. See if he tries to give it up to avoid being credited a turnover or not. He's just going to hold it. And uh, the buzzer sounds to shot clock violation so the Blazers will get the ball back we have only 12.8 seconds remaining and Kings fans we can see them in all areas of the arena a lot of purple on their feet chanting light the beam well in a matter of five seconds it will be lit in Sacramento the horn sounds and for the first time in 17 years 16 seasons of frustration 16 years of wandering in the desert looking for that oasis the kings have finally found the sparkling waters the palm trees it's not a barrage it's the real deal sacramento has clinched first round home court advantage in the playoffs that will be starting in a couple of weeks tonight's final score is 120 to 80. Mm. g-man deserves the shit out of this moment yeah how amazing how amazing i think about a guy that is called so much bad basketball for so long and it's like finally he has that call that call yeah the range of emotions i'm feeling right now it's you okay bro yeah it's um it's crazy because they're, you, you think about, wow, this is just a basketball game. And I'm getting emotional about a sport where they shoot a ball through a net. Yay. But what this team has meant to me over the years. For sure. And what all of these fans have gone through, not only during this drought, it's not just losing, right? Like, yeah, it's the constant drama that's been around the team the coaching changes thinking that this team is going to anaheim oh flirting with virginia beach to this team was going to seattle that was 10 years ago that was not that long ago it was 10 years ago and to fast forward to now and just appreciate this moment yeah and I know we've talked about a lot throughout this year about like enjoying the moment and understanding that this feeling that we have right now probably won't be duplicated. It won't. The only thing that could come close is if this team were to win a championship at some point. 
But this moment, the come up, how special it feels, the pain and suffering and the frustration, there's so much that we have all been through as fans Mm -hmm. that, yeah, a first-round playoff series means a lot. And this city is different. We just got back from Gold One Center. That's it, man. We went out there because I wanted to see a playoff beam. Well, and... The first time we've seen the beam. The first time we've seen the beam in person because usually we're working and then we go straight to the podcast and don't actually get to go stand out there and soak it in. This was the best beam that we could have ever seen. The best beam, but to see people coming up. We had people popping champagne. We had people chanting, light the beam. I saw all age ranges. I talked to people who were, I was four the last time they made it. Yep. I saw an older woman, her son taking a picture of her in front of the beam. It was just, this, this sports brings people together in a way that nothing really else does. And tonight hit with me big time. It just, it, it, I know people were like, I wish they would have done it last game. You know what? It feels just as special to me. It, it, what, what a season. You know, and I, I won't go back on this all the time but but I just I know for someone like you that didn't really grow up with a family your dad was in prison on drugs all your life whatever your mom had her issues whatever didn't really have much going on there so like I know what sports meant for you and what it did for you growing up and and what's not only sports but it's like what this this Kings team did for this guy to keep him like on the right track to have people to look up to to have heroes so that's one story so i think about all the the thousands and thousands of kings fans with whether it's similar stories or even like me i don't i didn't have that hardship growing up but what chris weber did for me and my love for basketball and now i'm a a a woman working in this business because I was inspired by players on this team and obviously having the WNBA team, the Monarchs here too, but like what basketball has been like in the city of Sacramento and what it has done for us in our lives. I can't imagine how many other stories there are just like ours out there. Yeah. I mean, I would not be in this business doing what I'm doing or trying to do in this business if it wasn't because I fell in love with this team. You know, especially during the amazing years in the early 2000s. And to think about, like, dude, they've been the joke of the league forever. It's been I mean, the butt of every joke. I mean, it's just been, I mean, it's the longest playoff year on NBA history. That shit's over now. Mm-hmm. And it's over. It just, yeah, I'm just grateful. This And this this team has <laughs> been, uh, and I'm so I'm so happy for the fans. Because they deserve it so much. So much. And I know it's cliche, but this fan base is... I'm sorry. Top dollar. You can't touch it. Nope. People try to say, oh, this fan base is the best. No, I'm telling you, this fan base is different. On a Tuesday night against a mediocre team, they're into the game. Thank you. They've supported this team even through the lean years. And now in this moment, they have an exciting team, a fun team. And a team going to the playoffs. I know I tweeted out something tonight like, man, 
Portland, the arena, like fans are silent in there. And people were like, yeah, but they're not giving them anything to cheer for. You know how many years here in Sacramento, <laughs> there there's losing seasons and there were still fans up on their feet cheering in a fourth quarter when there was even a glimpse of hope that they could win a game on a random Tuesday night. That's what I, I in and people, especially nationally, didn't see that because they weren't covering those games because there was no there was no point. You know, there was point for us because this is our this is our our jobs. This is what we love. Um, but for other people, they didn't really get to see that. And now we get to tell those stories. Like, no, no, no that's why these fans were the best. the The amount of hours that they consume, all these wonderful all the wonderful Kings content, all the NBA content. I, I mean, I feel like we have a lot of smart fans in this fan base too. It's just, yeah, there's, there's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. There's obviously so many reasons why this is a special night, right? It's finally the end of this drought. The beam is just magical. This fan base, all that stuff. I think the other cool thing is this team didn't like limp in. They clinched on March 29th. They didn't wait till like, hey, last couple games of the season. This is getting tired. Are they going to be able to get in the play? And this team not only clinched a playoff spot tonight, uh -huh. they clinched home court advantage in the first round of the NBA playoffs tonight. With the uh, historically um, one of the best offenses mm -hmm. in NBA history, with Keegan Murray, the rookie that they drafted, also making history tonight, hitting the most three-pointers in a rookie season. In NBA with, history. In NBA history with 188. That, kind of poetic that it happened tonight. On the night they clinched a spot. I know. Could this be any better of a night? I don't know. I don't know. And over a thousand of you here live? Give me a hell yeah. Give me a hell yeah. And if you haven't yet hit the thumbs up, make sure you're subscribed. All it does is help our channel grow. I cannot believe we are going to be ready for playoff coverage. We're going to have so much playoff content. It's going to be absurd. Playoff night chats, playoff content. Trust us. We're going to be doing a lot. We appreciate so much you guys being here. Uh, of course, if you're in Twitter spaces, you can request a talk with us tonight. You can also hop in our Discord and do the same. Hop in the night chat area. I don't even know where to go tonight because it's... Well, we should go back to that first quarter and how the Kings get... <laughs> Kidding. It just, it feels surreal that yeah. it's finally done. And I, the, I think the other thing that makes it even cooler is that I don't think any of us expected it to be this team to do it, right? Like, yeah. even if you were the more optimistic, and I know there's some fans that are optimistic, like this team can win 46 games or make the playoffs... I felt like I was optimistic, and I was like, I think they could be 500, max out 45 wins, have a chance. I, I'm so happy I was this wrong. Like, that that's what makes it even extra special is this team not only surpassed expectations big time, but they're doing it in a way that I think all Kings fans connect with. Even if you're not a fan that remembers the early 2000s teams. Yeah. You connect with this team. Yeah. But I think if you do are one of those longtime fans who are alive and super active as a Kings fan in the early 2000s, you connect with this team because there's they're, stylistically, there's similar. You have a big guy who's unselfish. You got a team who shoots it well. They pass. They, they've got the skill. 
it's an entertaining team to watch. Well, I showed you a photo on the way back from the beam of Kevin Herter pouring water on Keegan Murray. And I swear you started crying even when you saw that. Just a very emotional time. And I kind of love it. But why it brought emotions to you was the connection, the chemistry, the actual joy that is in that locker room. And I said this, I think, earlier today. I talked about how Mike Brown has brought so much joy not only to this to this team and this organization, but to the city in the sense of when we see those locker room shots, I don't know about you guys, but I weirdly feel like I'm there every yeah. single time. I mean, I know we got a fog machine in our Ducemo podcast <laughs> studios, you know, to feel like we're kind of in the locker room. Um, but truly, it's one of those things where he has made all of us feel connected in one way or another whether you're a casual basketball fan whether you just live here in sacramento or whether you're a huge basketball fan even nationally mike brown has made people feel a certain way about this team speaking of mike brown here is his message to kings fans after the game the electricity that they bring not just a golden one center um but even when we're walking around and you know out in the streets or out in public the fans have been great you know uh they sure are deserving of this uh i just i i i i wanted i know not only myself but we want to give them a lot more than we've given them so far already uh because they're more than deserving of it and you know when you have a fan base that's as intelligent rabbit passionate uh about not only their their, their 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 team but their city too you could feel it's a it's a prideful thing you, you just want you want the world for them and you're excited about it uh we want uh, we want them to celebrate uh but we we also uh know that they expect more from us and we expect to hopefully give them more Give the early light the beam chance a, a pass tonight, given the circumstances? For sure. For sure. I mean, we, we can do it. I was okay when it started tonight. Yeah, the light the beam chance in Portland tonight. It was it was epic to hear that. We've heard that a lot, a lot on the road this year, and that's just so cool to see. Mike Brown, when he took the job at his press conference, I remember him talking about how every good organization has a soul. And he's like, we got to have a soul here. We have to have a connection between everyone from ticket sales, yep. business, PR, everyone's got to be tight together. And that's like such um, a thing that someone would say, like just a cliche thing. We've all heard it. Okay. A change of culture. All these buzzwords. Trust mm -hmm. us in Sacramento. You guys have heard it. Every coach comes in. We're going to change the culture. We're going to do this and that. And it just never happens. And for this guy to say it and then do it and prove it, it's real. His connection with everyone in that organization is real. And before that last game they had the other night where they lost at home, in the pregame he was telling a story about after their win, Miguel Lopez, their longtime equipment manager, was – tearing up crying kind of in the tunnel. And he was saying how Wes Wilcox, the assistant GM, came up to tell him the story. And Mike said, what, what happened? Is everything okay? Miguel was crying because he has never experienced anything like this in Sacramento. And that's someone who has been here through so many painful years. And it goes to show you how it hits everybody, right? Like, 
it's hitting all of us as fans, but for an employee, mm-hmm. the equipment guy, mm-hmm. it hit him hard. And I know those players have bigger goals of winning 50 games and winning a championship. And I love that mindset. I know tonight, though, these players know what this means to the fans. This means everything to this fan base. And and that's what makes it really special is that they know it, right? Um, I think it's it's important for players to to at least understand the history. You don't have to, like dive in and know everything like there's even times where I'm like oh I forgot about that like it's okay it's okay but to really feel and know what this fan base has gone through from a point um is important and I think the players knew that because Mike Brown led the squad and let the players know this is what's going on so it's something that we're going to change. Not like, hey, we need to change this. We need to change the goal. We need to add soul to this. It was, no, no, we're going to change. Like, mm. that's that's my standard. That's what's going to happen. And they all bought in. And I think that's what makes everything else so very special, too. Because Kings fans have been bought in every year, buying season tickets, even when the team was shit, even when nothing was going right. I need a little more champagne tonight, but I mean, come on. Need the bubbly. We need a little bubbly need tonight. A bubbly. This is a night. I'll do more once it fizzes down. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I, I just, I, I think the understanding of, of the fan base and the history is, uh, is, is important, and the, the players understand that, and that's special. It, the a range of emotions I'm feeling tonight. Like, yeah. I'm, like, fired up. Ah! Yeah. There have been a couple times you were making me cry. I was feeling, you know, tears. Yeah. What do it, we do now? Do we break something? Like, oh, no, that's like, after that oh, chat. Oh, got it, got it. Because we're going to go out and have a drink tonight. We're going <laughs> drinking. Let's, go, let's, go. Uh, let's hear from no. Kevin Herter after the game. He was talking about how he knows how much this means to Kings fans. And here's what he had to say after the game. When he was talking <laughs> to... Kyle Draper and to Kenny Thomas after the game. Kevin, man, uh, this is this is like huge for the city of Sacramento and the community. Uh, what do you have for the people in Sac right now as far as getting back in the playoffs and what's coming? Yeah, you know, the, the best part about all this is just, you know, you can see the emotion, like the true emotion of people that have been here in Sacramento and how much it means to them. Uh, the people that showed up and, and traveled today, people that we saw last game at home and saw them again here in Portland, and everybody just keeps saying the same thing, just thank you. Uh, so, I, you know, I, I don't know what the last 16 seasons have been like, but I know that a lot of people have gone through a lot uh, that root for us day in and day out every single season. So we appreciate you guys. Uh, we still have a lot more to go, but, you know, this should be the new standard first moving forward mm, the new standard and that's and that's why whenever we keep talking about like soak this in guys soak this in because this will be the new standard in our expectations we won't be happy at the end of the season when the kings are taking on the portland trailblazers and it's their g league team and they're doing a shitty job in the first half that's it's just those standards are going to change and i know tonight I know people went into tonight's game being like, this is still not okay, but that all went away when they were up 30, right? That's not, it's not going to be the same next season. Expectations change, standards change, and it's for the better that everything changes because then you shoot for the moon, land upon the stars until you 
finally reach the moon, which is obviously the championship. We need to give love to the people watching us live. Well over a thousand people wow. here. Of course, shout out to YouTube and Twitch. If you have not yet, hit that thumbs up button. Make sure you're subscribed. I What I'm seeing in the chat, because the chat's going insane, I love all the people who are just naming random ass kings from back in the day. Like I, Sheldon Williams being mentioned, Simbular, oh. Garrett Temple, Hedo, Jason Thompson, Baino Udrick. No one dropped a Rashad McCants in there. <laughs> yeah, think about that. I was talking about this to Morgan today. The 0809 squad that won 17 games, 17 games in a season, when it, going through that and then not winning the draft lottery, you fall to number four and get Tyreek Evans. Evans. The hope that came from that, yeah. peeking at the dollar beer night when the Wizards were in town and Tyreek Evans picked Gilbert Arenas. That, this is it. JK. No, not really. We got Boogie, though. JK, not really going to happen. Anything going to happen. This feels so special. I think when you go through the pain, the suffering, you appreciate this type of moment so damn much, Morgan. And I am just so glad. I hate that it took this long, but it feels sweet. It feels sweet that we can all be here on a Wednesday night, reflecting on what's been a magical season, what Mike Brown has meant to this team. I'm just, I'm happy for Darren fucking Fox. Oh my God, dude. This guy, he, you deserve it. Wait, you asked me something about him earlier. You, you asked me like, who are you most excited for or something? And, and we, we talked about why Darren Fox was just up there on the list. And, you know, for us, covering him since he's came to Sacramento and the amount of coaches that he's gone through without it being his control mm-hmm. and having to rely on an organization to have the basketball mind to put the right pieces around you, including leadership when it comes to coaching. And it, it wasn't happening for so long. And then some basketball minds come in, Monty McNair, Wes Wilcox. These guys come on through. Some people want to trade him for Ben Simmons at one point. People wanted to trade De'Aaron Fox for Ben Simmons. There was a time last season when De'Aaron Fox, you just never saw it growing. You saw inconsistency. You never saw the effort defensively, even though you knew you had it. I was like, you know what? Maybe he just doesn't need to be a number one guy. Maybe he's just not a number one guy in this league. Everyone needs to stop pushing that narrative. Um, you know, know your role in this league. You shove the right people around him, including leadership, like I said. Mike Brown brought the most out of him, but Mike Brown opened that door. De'Aaron Fox had to walk through it. And De'Aaron Fox fucking walked through that door. You said the F word because I did. Uh, uh, just so you know. I know that's why you did that. Because you can't hold <laughs> back. Um, <laughs> I think, too, with De'Aaron... Yeah. I go back to what he said. I remember the end of season press conferences mm-hmm. and Fox was like, we need structure. And this was, wait, before Mike Brown. Yeah. yeah. And what they asked him what you need from a head coach. We need structure, yep. accountability. And I'm like, oh, and he even admitted he didn't have a good season. I'm like, oh, he has reached the point. There's some players reach this. These talented players reach a point where they go, oh, 
I've got to do stuff differently. I need something. It's also he on knew me. what yeah. he needed. He knew what he needed to do personally, but he know he knew what he needed as a player to reach those heights. The guy has turned into a leader. Mm. He has turned into an all NBA caliber player. Mm. And it took him time to get there. You know, last January, we're not feeling this way about De'Aaron. If you mm. would have said last December, hey, I know it looks bad right now. Next year, Kings are going to be the three seed. De'Aaron's going to be all NBA. You'd be like, that's cute. Oh, 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 what oh, drugs oh. are you but doing? But this is why sports is special. Yeah. Because this, this shit can change fast. Yep. And De'Aaron Fox bought in. He wanted to be coached. And Mike has said this before. Mike Brown said this before. When your best players allow you to coach them, you can coach all the guys. Because where did where where did that happen, Deuce? Where did that happen? San Antonio with yep. Tim Duncan. Yep. And that that is so. I think I think sometimes I I've gone to this story before, and I said when George Carl was coaching, we went to San Diego to a training camp, and. I'm just off on the side and George Carl's right there and I'm asking him like why don't why don't you like make them run with like discipline when they miss something or do something wrong and he's like that's call that's college you know um didn't really have a reason I was just trying to have a conversation as to why like the discipline wasn't there <laughs> Mike Brown coaches this team like in some ways the the college basketball tactics but respecting them like nba players respecting mm. their talents their knowledge of the game but setting standards and discipline to receive the most out of this sports team and i think sometimes that's lost in professional sports of where you find that balance and draw that line and if you can gain the respect of your guys Shit, they're gonna do anything for you. They're gonna run 17s. They're gonna do whatever after a missed free throw in practice, push-ups. Who cares? Because they respect you and they respect what you're trying to get out of them. Yeah, and he was able to back it up with results. Hey, we are doing <laughs> yeah. these things. We're gonna practice harder than anybody. We're gonna have more practices. We're gonna be on a road trip and we're gonna leave to go on the road. And when we land, we're gonna go practice. It's not really an NBA thing to do, but when you do it and like, oh, it's working, we're winning games. Yeah. Everyone gets on board. Everybody gets on board. Morgan, one person who has been with us really the entire way, back when we were doing night chats with 30 people watching, yeah, sometimes 20 people watching after the Kings would lose nine in a row, is a guy who had a simple message after every game. His message was, why not? Why not win? His message was, why not go to the playoffs? Mm. We welcome to the show on a very special night, Coach Nick. Nick. Deuce and Mo, let's go. Fire the laser. Fire the laser. <laughs> How are you feeling, man? I'm, I'm feeling happy. Yeah? <laughs> why are you so happy tonight? Tell it to express yourself. I just wanted to say that um, I'm excited because the Kings – are going to win, are, are, are making the playoffs. They're going to the playoffs for the first time in 16 seasons. And I have been at all the home games so far wow. to win this dance. Ugh, Nick, you, you deserve this so much. The support you show, not only for us, but for the team and for 
the city. You have done such an amazing job. Thank you for everything you've done. You guys are awesome. <laughs> Nick. And not, only, and not only that, being at the Goldman Center, witnessing this, and you know what? Being at the games throughout the season, and the Kings have gotten so good. What's been your favorite part of this season, Nick? Favorite part of the season is lighting the beam, firing the laser, and, you know, being part of the Go to One Member Mondays, you know, being <laughs> the shoot the post game free throws, and doing the tours with them and yeah. everything. Well, Nick, I am so happy for you. Um, next up, man, I know we got more regular season games to go, but we're, we're going to the playoffs, Nick. I got to say, why, why not win in the playoffs? Why not win the playoffs? Why not win a championship? Let's go, oh! Why not win a championship this year? Yes, we are. Well, let's Why not? Okay. Why not? You know what? Screw it. Why not? Why, why not? not, Nick? Why not? Um, what's your message to the team after they just clinched the playoffs? What do you say to your team? They, they're all fired up. They're in the locker room. They're like, hey, Coach Nick. Tell us, what, what do you think, up, Coach? What do you think, man? We just made the playoffs. What's your message to the team? Guys, congratulations yeah. to Mike Brown. Congratulations to the whole team. Light the beam. Light the, the beam. Light the, light the beam. beam. Yeah. Light the beam. How about why, why not, not light, light the beam? beam? Why not light the beam? All right, Nick. Sleep beams, all right? Shut up and light the beam. Hey! Yay! Sleep beams. Give me a hell yeah. Oh, hell, hell yeah. yeah. Sleep beams, Nick. Sleep beams. Yeah. <laughs> Probably uh, one of the best things that has ever happened to me is Nick. Nick brought it tonight. Nick, playoff Nick is here. Playoff Nick, baby. Let's go. Play he had his off. shirt on and everything. Man. Oh, my God. Amazing. Oh, my heart. Hey, your your brother was at the game. You, Dude. Just, just call him, put him on okay. speaker. Let, let's, let, he was at the game. Yeah, yeah, let's see. Her brother, Jesse, was in Portland tonight. He'll probably be super awkward. Like, Dude. No, no. He's watching us right now, I bet. You got to put him on speaker. Dude, and you guys, the beam, he gets to see it from his place yeah. every single night. Yeah. He lives in downtown. He's probably going to be like, what? Jesse. Like literally watching the chat. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're on night chat, Jesse. <laughs> yes. What up, Kings crew? Oh, yeah. So we we wanted to have you on because you were at the game. Uh, what what was that? What was it like for you uh, being able to experience that? Well, first of all, it was very quiet, like relative to Golden One Center. It felt a little bit like, um, I don't know, like being in Bizarro basketball <laughs> world after so many games at, at Golden One this season. But um, but the Kings fans showed out big time, and like Keegan getting to the record was Ooh. huge, and, and everybody's just jumping up. <laughs> there's there's a particular part of the arena that just like was going nuts. That, that's where all the Kings fans were kind of centered around behind the Kings bench, um, and they were taking over. They were like there wow. was like the beam chance towards the end, like you couldn't even hear any Portland fans. <laughs> it was it was just awesome. And, and Jesse, I know you have kind of fallen in love with this team this year. 
what why why have you been able to connect with this team so much? What what makes them special to you? Um man, uh a lot. I I mean it's just it, it feels like so many different factors just kind of crystallizing together. Like you've got, you know, um Coach Brown coming into the into the mix, being such a like leader um but then just uh, yeah like the whoever it was in the executive team or, or whatever department <laughs> that came up with the beam like, yeah just this weird like like cohesion of of changes of, of culture spontaneously like combusting somehow this year like it honestly like uh, it's magic and like the 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 whole spirituality of the the beam, like it's a place of worship on Google Maps. It all, <laughs> it's all real. Like it, it's it's seriously like hard to explain. It's miraculous. Wow. It's all I can. Dude, really Dude. I, I, I'm 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 so happy you got to be there, man. So happy. So I, I mean, you you've just been. I mean, I know you've been a Kings fan all of your life, but like this year especially, it's been so cool to obviously have you at so many games, seeing all your your beam photos on our family chat um i'm i'm so yeah. happy you got to experience that and i love you jesse yeah, yeah i love you mo <laughs> oh well, thanks for thanks for calling and, yeah. and go kings baby let's, let's go let's go let's go oh, love yeah. you jess yeah. oh i'm sorry jess <laughs> that was cute no he's dude i love it I, I think about someone like him who's always been a kings fan but you 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 felt it from different people this season being like oh they're giving me more of a reason to put my money into this product to put my time into this product oh in this feeling that it's making me feel i want more of it i love that everyone's thinking that your brother is high no <laughs> just so you know that's jesse, jesse that's just his vibe man love his vibe and unless he did light the beam tonight maybe i i missed it maybe he did light the beam hey, maybe he light took the a beam, couple baby. vitamins before the game i don't know but i think he, <laughs> that's just him man uh, that's my bro what what's made this team so special to you this year i i think i i mean huh, there's so many things that factor in. okay Here's why I'm like stumbling because there's the basketball side of me. Mm -hmm. You know this, that where I, the, it goes from the skills to technique to strategy on the floor. But then there's the pure fandom, like fifth grade Morgan side of me where I do my projects on Chris Weber and in, in like, it's, it's nostalgic, right? It's what I'm feeling made is what made me feel so good as a child is what made me fell in love with basketball and not having that feeling for so long. I was like, Oh, maybe it's because I'm, I'm in media and I'm covering the team and I'm covering the NBA. And it's like, Oh, I love hoops, but I'm never going to feel that again. The fact that this team has made me feel that again, but then on top of that deuce has also the basketball side of me has given me something to break down and fall in love with again. You know how many years that you and I have been talking about. I cannot wait to break down strategy on the floor. Yeah, and we cannot wait to just talk about, um, like, we're not talking about lottery right no, now. No, we're, we're talking about how a guy navigated a screen and what, what they did against a zone defense and how they needed to attack the gaps more. I mean, 
we get to break down the game where year after year we're just talking about, wow, there was no effort tonight. No. That was ugly. No this one gives a year, shit about each other. This time of year, it's, I can't believe they won that game. Like, yes. That's just going to hurt their lottery odds. Now we're going, hey, who are the Kings playing in the first round of the NBA playoffs? Um, we should go back to Media Day real fast. This was from Media Day. NBC put this out tonight. This was Morgan Reagan, October. The mm -hmm. start, at wait, late September, early October? Yeah. Either way, at Media Day, before the season started. If the Kings make the play playoffs, not playing, playoffs, I will tattoo this on my body somewhere. <laughs> if they made the playoffs and got into a series, a playoff series, yes. Or tattoo that little lion. You better save that. That little lion. Well, Morgan, it was saved. And you said that because you thought they, there was no chance in hell they were going to make it. And now you're faced with this cute little drawing you did. Can you're going to have to get a tattoo. Dude. Let's which, go. By the way, I'm not even joking you. I hope you're happy to get this. Oh, now. I'm very happy. I, I have a few tattoos. One. But I'm not like tatted up yeah. or anything. Um, I'm very happy. This is very much my style of tattoo where there's so much meaning to it. Right. And, and what it's going to represent is just such a happy time in my life. Mm. Um, that's one, but two beginning of this, then I was like, everyone needs to stop being dramatic. There's no way a team with a brand new head coach and no superstar player on the squad in the Western conference can take the leap of being a playoff team this season. Please <laughs> stop it. Stop it. Not only has everything gone right for them in the Western Conference, which is true, right, when it comes. But then, no, let me pedal, backpedal a little bit. Health became a problem with the Lakers and then health uh, with a few other teams. But then you have KD traded at the trade deadline. Then you see the Lakers get a little bit better at the trade deadline. Mm. Oh, Kyrie comes over to the West as well. Can the Kings stay in the top six? Yeah, it was yeah. all these questions. But what the Kings have done that I don't think anyone expected this year was to develop and grow the way that they have game by game by game. That has been the most incredible thing that we have seen from the team this season. And that doesn't just happen often. That happens when you have something special. We were talking about when we thought like this team was super for real. Yeah. And I think the game that Chris Watkins mentioned, who does a show over at Saxon Sports, um, super talented guy. By so the way. talented. And I agreed with him. That Clippers game, the double overtime classic, 176-175, because it was like Clippers had, were at full strength. The yeah. messaging was like, hey, now this is for real. It's post-All-Star break. How are you going to handle things, right? These teams are trying to – they're going to get their shit together here and try to make a run. They went toe-to-toe, punch-to-punch mm. with the Clippers. Kawhi playing his best. He had 21 points in that third quarter. Come on. And the Kings would not go away, and they won on the road. Like, that was the game you went, oh, shit. They for real, real. This seems good. This seems actually good. Yes, it wasn't fluky. Yeah, it yeah. was like the way that they battled was they were the ones Sabonis to find the Sabonis out that game, remember? And Metu came in. Well, you know what I love? Monk was unbelievable. Fox was awesome. When we talked about this earlier, and you and Chris both said the Clippers game, 
And then I said, I know this is random, but it was that Brooklyn game for me, right? It was on the road. It was against the Nets. It was that Brooklyn game for me. Um, they had, they didn't allow any fast break points until the end. There was one quick fast break bucket and zero turnovers, right? It was just this game that the Kings came in locked in. And I'm like, I don't know why that one stood out to me, whatever. We had Anthony Slater on who obviously does a fantastic job with The Athletic, and he's talking to us in our interview, and he goes, you know, I haven't talked to Mike Brown about this, but I bet you his favorite game of the season was that Brooklyn game. game. I thought that was hilarious. I was like, me and Mike Brown? (laughs) Basketball minds. (laughs) Speaking of Mike Brown, um, his message after the game, he uh, awarded a game ball. Here's Mike Brown in the locker room after the game. Hey, man, hell of a job. Hell of a job from the start of the game to the end. There were a lot of good things on both ends of the floor. Uh, we scored 19 points in the first quarter, still ended up with 120-something. Mm. The ball movement was great. The spacing was great. But uh, what I liked was the consistency that we brought on the defense end of the floor. There were a lot of good things, like I said tonight. So hell of a win. Congratulations to everybody for Clemson. feel good about it celebrate it but at the end of the day we also know what we want to do mm. and what we want to accomplish uh keegan hell of a job young man that's yeah. a fantastic yeah. Yeah. shout out to everyone in this locker room everyone had a big part um in doing this so appreciate all you guys yeah. <laughs> He smiled. He smiled. He smiled. He smiled after he hit the uh, he hit, hit the, the three that yeah. put, gave him the record. Yeah. He had a little smirk. It, it was just kind of funny hearing Keegan like there, like the shortest speech ever. Just like trying to get it. You know, the guy that's trying to get it over with really, really fast. That was really funny. Very sweet. I I love how much they love him. Um, We, we haven't heard G-Man's call of the record breaker. Do you want the G-Man? Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Call of the record-breaking three-pointer by Keegan Murray. I've not heard it yet. So oh, you haven't. No, have Ooh. Here's uh, Keegan Murray breaking the record. Here comes Sharp driving. He's feeling it. He twists. He misses the reverse. What a pretty drive that was, but it didn't fall in. Fox hesitates. Drives. Gives to Keegan. Here's the launch for the record. The record now belongs to Keegan Murray, the most three-pointers ever in an NBA season by a rookie. That number stands at 188. Kings bench applauding, getting ready to send substitutions onto the floor. Way to go, Keegan. We have been waiting for that one. Cute. We've been waiting for that one. Another guy that I'm just so happy that the Kings have a rookie who has that talented, one, but two, is in an environment that is going to make him better. Correct. Right. There's so many times, especially in Sacramento land, we can go over the list of, we don't need to do that tonight. No, tonight's celebrating, God, but no. The list of rookies have come and gone, misdraft picks, 
bust, whatever you want to call them, that have been put maybe in tougher situations and um, with teams that aren't good, in situations that they're not ready for, yeah, um, not developed the right way. All this stuff, Keegan is in the perfect situation. I'm choking. Um, Keegan is in the perfect situation. I, I think about how Deer and Fox for so long wasn't in the best situation and how so many people, and it it's somewhat justified, were willing and wanting to give up on him, right? Because it was, he came in, he's a lottery pick, and he's not getting things done. And I understood it, but I always said to you, I said, I don't think he's being taught how to play basketball at this level the right way. Uh, like with the off-ball movement. Oh, everything. Little things. It's like so many times people are like, dear, and just go be fast. Dude, yeah. and there's so many times with AAU basketball and college basketball, they they play to your to to the best of your ability. They they Marvin Bagley was always shoved in his zone. So like when he came into the league and being one of the worst defenders out there, it was like not necessarily his fault. No one was developing him the right way. And I think once you do come to the league, sometimes people go, it's your job. You're getting paid millions. Like we expect you to be able to play at this level. No, no, no. It's still situational. And when you think about Keegan Murray in this situation and this team being able to bring the most out of him at this age, at this point of his career, it's, it's, it's going to create sustainable success for this franchise. Yeah, he's playing an environment with expectations now, accountability now. Yeah. Around surrounded by Fox, a bonus, hurt like a lot of talented guys who play basketball the right way. That's another guy we gotta talk about tonight, man. Who? It's a bonus. Ugh. He's changed everything. Everything. He's brought the best out of everybody. He's brought the best out of Fox. He is unselfish, almost to a fault at times. He plays physical. He plays tough. He loves basketball. And he he takes pride in helping his teammates, holding them accountable. The guy, when he got traded here, was disrespected in a way that is almost laughable at this point. Sure. Who, by the way, it's not like he came out of nowhere and is good. He had made the all-star team twice in the Eastern Conference. He came here and people mocked the Kings. They made fun of the Kings. What are they doing? There are some irresponsible narratives, yes. And for him to not only come here and help improve this team, but take them to a place where they have not been in 17 years mm. and to elevate his game to an all-NBA level. Yeah. To play the best basketball of his career. To embrace everything. To take on a new role. To take on this challenge. I love that guy. Sabonis is already a top five king, in my opinion. Of all I, time. I love it. What, what, makes you, what makes you feel so strongly about that? And I don't think you're wrong. And I don't think, you're, I don't think you are prisoner of the moment by saying that. <laughs> And because obviously like it's, it's very emotional to think about what he has done in his short amount of time here. But what makes you say that so confidently that he's a top five king of all time? Yeah. It's what he does on the floor. 
They are a better team with him on the floor. He makes everybody better. The ringer piece that came out today about the dribble handoff leaders and how many dribble handoffs he, you know, does in games. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he has connections with everybody. And he's vocal. He's physical. He sets the tone. He's exactly what you want in one of your best players. There's a lot of talented guys in the league. You can go up and down every team. There's talent. Talent's one thing. But being able to lead, being able to be productive and make your teammates better and play hard every game, fight through injury, that's a rarity. It's a rarity in today's game. And it's not a shot at any other guy. I don't want guys playing hurt if they can't play through it. But the guy could have gotten surgery. He could have been like, you know what? I'm going to get surgery. I'll be back in six weeks. Hopefully we can get in. I just want to feel better. The guy goes, no, I don't want to miss any time. The guy missed a game. Yeah. He missed one game. And the only reason he missed that game against Denver is because they didn't have the splint (laughs) in yet. The custom splint Uh that he needed to have to play. That's the only reason he missed that game. He's been awesome. He's he, got- and, and, and that from your best guy, one of your best guys, that's special. Yeah, a, d- a different type of mentality. And I think sometimes, too, when our usual post-game shows are very much breaking down the game, and usually when we get to Sabonis and his stat line, it's it's very expected. Sometimes he's not even getting the love that he deserves. So it's cool that we get to reflect a little bit more tonight on what he means to this team, to this season, um, everything that he's done. And I think everything you mentioned is is absolutely true. But I also think about his mentality and how that's contagious, the way that he Mm, commands an offense. It goes back to his mental game and his physical game, both contagious. People feed off that type of energy and are like, oh, well, I'm going to match that physicality. Oh, well, I'm going to match that mentality. And as a competitor, when you want to do that, you can elevate your game as an individual. And so, yeah, he's helping an entire squad do that. We need to check in with some more of the people. I can't thank you all enough for being here this late at night on a Wednesday night. It is after midnight. My email was open, so you just heard my email notification. My bad. Uh, You guys are literally the best. If you have not yet, let's hit the thumbs up button. Let's get to 800 thumbs up. All that does is help our channel grow so Kings fans around the world and NBA fans around the world know where to go after games to get our content. Our playoff coverage will be insane this year, so buckle the hell up. Also, if you want, make sure to hit that subscribe button. Mm-hmm. Our we're we're our goal is to get to that eleven thousand, and we're maybe ten twenty away. So I can tell you how far away. Okay, we are from you you want Yeah, subs. yeah. Let's, let's like just, see. just just so then we can like. Be, whoa, uh, we're okay. We are twenty three away from eleven thousand subs. So if you have not subscribed, just hit the thumbs up so we can grow let's this go. channel. Appreciate you guys being here. We got super chats to go over to tonight. Let's uh, check in with Lamar. Hey, Lamar, you've been waiting for a minute. What's up, man? How you doing, Lamar? Lamar, unmute yourself on Twitter Spaces. Hi, Lamar. What's up? How you feeling? Hey, can you guys hear me? Yes, Yes. we can. Hey, man, do some more. What's up, y'all? Hey, man. How you (laughs) you feeling? feeling? 
Hey, I'm a big time fan. I live in Atlanta, but I'm from Sacramento. My first time calling. Shout out ATL, baby. So, um, I'm pretty sure you guys don't recognize my, my, my tag is Jay Hardaway. I'm like, I'm in a chat all the time. Well, we appreciate that, man. We appreciate the support. How are you feeling tonight, man? Yeah, we got you. How are you feeling? Okay, I'm feeling good, man. I'm 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 hyped. It's my first time calling. So what I wanted to say was I'm loving how you guys do the um how you guys got the live show going on. I wanted to say, man, if you know, I know it's gonna be expensive, but how you guys feel about doing the do some more on the road, city to city? <laughs> Bro, I one, I appreciate you. If we Aww. came if we came to Atlanta, we'd have you. That that's all we'd have. Um I, I love the support. We're not there yet. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're Sacramento. Okay. At some point, we'll be there, man. We'll, we'll if we there. ever get there, though, you know we would yeah. do it. So I, I appreciate you even even feeling that way about us. Okay, I'm just putting it out there. You know, whatever. I'm just, you know, letting you guys know. So I also I also want to say that um, that um also man i've been a a, a big time listener i remember back in the days when you guys were doing the who we play for yeah. i remember when you guys used to do, i remember when you guys used to the, the Corey joseph slander you know whatever <laughs> i i remember you know when I, I i i remember i remember when i remember when you guys used to read comments and do like comments of the day when when there was no content to talk about so it's so cool to see you know like so much king's <laughs> content you know and, and just so much like positivity and stuff so i'm just happy to, to call in finally you know whatever and be a part of the show i'm always in like the comment section you know i'm, I'm three hours ahead of you guys so I'm, I'm i'm always like just in tune and stuff so i'm just excited to call in and um go kings all right i appreciate that thank, thank you, you man. you're one of the ogs lamar thank so you so much sweet. cracks me up that's when you know someone's listened for a long time because how many times we had to come on during a nine-game losing skid and I would say something about Corey Joseph, Morgan Dick, dude, stop talking about Kojo. It wasn't his fault. And I'd be like, why is he playing 27? wasn't his fault. I, I would get so mad that he was playing more than Tyrese Halliburton. I'm like, I don't get this. Tyrese is ready. wasn't his Play fault. Play him. You were, you were taking it out on Kojo, though. I think he's a great guy. A Don't, great this is gonna bring, guy. This is bringing back bad memories right now. I can't even talk about this. Are you serious? He Kojo brings back good memories. Really? Not for you. Really? He brings back good memories, huh? It, because he's such a good guy <laughs> in how people feel about him. Yes. Yeah. Who he played for is a good game, too. Yeah, you're right. A wonderful right. game. Oh, hey. Who we got? Let's check in with Anthony. Anthony. From NBC Sports. No Producer way. Producer Anthony. Anthony Garcia, of course. He's everywhere, man. G Giants in-game host Yes. Now, huh? If yeah. you go to a Giants game, you you're going to see him. Yep. What's up, Anthony? <clears throat> Hopefully you hear us. Unmute yourself. Watch, my my voice is a mess. Yeah, it is. You know, you you guys are always on the show that I help produce. So I feel like it's only appropriate that on today of all day, yeah. I go on the show that you guys produce. Hell Dude, yeah, okay, man. so Anthony. What a year for you. Yeah, yeah. what a year. You, you you, obviously were a part of tonight's post-game show. Um, what was all of that like for you tonight? Ab absolute chaos. It was it was chaos in the control room. You know, the cool thing 
is that we could we can see the cameras. You know, we can we can look at everything that's happening as it's happening, and as a as a king's interloper at best to see the fans be excited. The people who on a road game go to Golden One Center and they're dancing and they're ringing the cowbell and they're chanting and cheering and then Mo, you know, we saw you and you get emotional and Katie was an emotion and just what this means to this city and to this team. And it's just really cool to watch. And I remember my teams, you know, the Giants in 2010 and uh, a certain basketball team that plays a little further south uh, in 2015. Mm. Just what, what sports means to people. Yeah. And Deuce, you hit it on the head, man. It it, it brings people together. And sports, it doesn't, my favorite thing about sports, sports doesn't matter, but it connects us to the people and things that do matter. Mm. And just to watch this, for the Kings fans, man, you guys deserve it. And I hope that everyone is enjoying this and it's cool to watch. And I just hope you guys deserve it. And I hope you guys relish it. I don't want to take up too much time. Dude. Mo, when you get that tattoo, make sure there's a camera there so we can show it on the show. Oh, oh, you my... cannot get this tattoo. Producer Anthony, <laughs> yeah. fine, no. fine. Do not, get, do not get that tattoo until there's a camera there. A hundred percent. We're going to do it live. We're doing this live. We're having a tattoo artist here, and they're going to give you... Oh, are yeah. we? And yeah. then an NBC camera in yeah, here as yeah. well? Yeah, I'll have all the okay, cameras. Cool. We'll have it all set up, dude. Sounds good, Anthony. I'll make sure to connect you. Congratulations. You guys deserve it. Dude, appreciate Thanks, that. Anthony. That's Anthony checking in. Uh, great guy. Dude. A lot of people are wondering why, you know, on a night like this, you wouldn't have Deuce Basin on the show. You know what I mean? Like, you would think, like, you really want the ratings to go up, up, up. Get Deuce in here. Hey, let's call Deuce. I mean... Yeah, no. Talk about a missed opportunity. <laughs> I mean, uh, well, hey, imagine hope... if I made that point about sports bringing people together uh -huh. on NBC tonight. Yeah. Oh man, the ratings, <laughs> explosions yeah, yeah. everywhere. The totally. Let's be honest. The people want that. What Deuce Mason? <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's true. You know what's so funny is like uh, going on the show tonight because usually I'll, I'll record my uh, my hits and everything and whatever. And when because I had to go live and it was everything that was going on after a facial, I'm just like, okay, like I'm just my true self tonight. And so being my true self, I got emotional. I don't. I think what he's saying because I didn't show my emotions on yeah. camera. But they, there was a camera on me the whole time oh, while I'm waiting. As you were tearing up. Dude, I was just crying to myself. I go grab a tissue and I wonder if they, because they can mm. sometimes see that stuff. Yeah, yeah. And so then I was like picking my nose and like. <laughs> yeah. Cute. But yeah, no, we need more Deuce Mason. Thank you. Thank you. Uh -huh. Let's talk to more people. I love all you guys in the chat, by the way. I'm you guys, it's hard to keep up with all of you, and I, I could see, like, people are starting to chill. It's We're past midnight now. We're wow. Gonna, we're going to make a last call. Um, like, the the amount of random names people are dropping in the chat of old Kings players just making me laugh. It's great. It's you guys comical. are awesome. You guys are the best. Make sure to hit that thumbs up button, too. Oh, we're over 700. Let's see if we're closing in on that 11,000 sub mark. Oh. Let's see. We're eight away. Eight away from 11,000 subs. Good stuff, guys. Appreciate Thank you guys. Thank you. Uh, let's go to a youngster, someone who is experiencing a playoff appearance for the first time. He's a youngster. He is Loyal Sack Kings fan. What's up, man? Loyal Sack Kings fan, are you ready? Are you there? Come on now. 
one of our Gen Zers. Yeah. Not I'm, I'm can't be the only Gen Zer here. You're a millennial. Loyal Sat Kings fan. I'll go back to you. Okay. Uh hey, what's up, King? King. Boss. Hey, Boss. what's up, man? Hi, Mason. Hello, hello. Hey, what's up, dude? Hey, uh, yeah. Uh great job for the Kings clinching the playoffs. I, I need you to sound a little more excited. You got to sound you, excited. You literally just like, yeah, good, jo good job. Like it was just another another season. It's been yeah. seventeen years. I want to, but I can't. I'm at work. Oh, hey. he's at work. Okay, but does like, your yeah, work... I, I I I just have to speak softly so okay. they don't hear me. I'm in like a solo room, but it's the walls are thin, so I have to speak softly. You tell yeah. your boss that Deuce Mason. Don't tell your boss this. Says the Kings are in the playoffs. Don't tell your if boss. My guy King Bobby needs to be loud. He can be loud. <laughs> yeah, I want to, but yeah, okay. it's right. kind of a working space. But anyway, um, yeah, I just wanted to bring up the first guy that mentioned. You know, um, if you were ever in Atlanta, well, guys, if you are ever in the Philippines, I we actually have like a small fan group here. That's Aww, so, shout out Philippines, dude. That's I love. So I know cool. the Philippines yeah. hardcore basketball fans. They love the NBA, man. Yeah, just last week, Jason Williams was here. Wow, Jay Will. That's cool. Yeah. So, did you actually? Yeah. Did you get to watch the game and experience all the chills tonight? Uh, I was actually. I actually took a leave for the Wolves game. I really wanted to celebrate that one, but you yeah. know. Uh, but yeah. Uh, clinch is a clinch like we already expected it so but yeah it's like having to realize that it is actually happening that we're going to the playoffs it's just surreal yes it you know? is, dude. wait 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 yeah. in in the philippines you took the day off on monday to try and watch, <laughs> watch. the game to enjoy a clinch yeah but it didn't happen, so unfortunately. Wow. There was people in Sacramento that did that stuff. There's people in the Philippines that did that stuff. Amazing fan base. I love it. I love it. Yeah, we're yeah, we're a basketball country, you know. Shout out. Yeah. Basketball country. You're talking about basketball town. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, uh just one thing I'd like to ask guys. Like, since we're already like clinched. Who do you guys want to match in the playoffs? I don't like care. What team? Bring them all on. Yeah, Tonight, I mean, yeah, but Tonight, I don't care. Oh. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's whoever's in. I think the Kings are going to get the third spot. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, it's going to be interesting to see who is there. I think yeah. after last night watching the Warriors and how they closed things out against the Pelicans, just seeing their kind of defensive intensity, their ability to turn it on. Oh my God! You know, seeing flashes from GP two and Kaminga. Defending Brandon Ingram. Draymond's and, emotional energy. Yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, you, you get fearful. You probably don't want to see that round one. But at the same time, the Warriors are flawed. And I think the thing you have to remember, this Kings offense is really, really good. And even on a night like tonight, playing a Blazers team extremely shorthanded, the Kings only put up 19 points in that first quarter. And yeah. as Mike Brown said, they ended with 120. So this, this team is explosive. And... You know, this is this is step one of what is hopefully years of being in the mix for things. So bring on whoever. Let's go. Let's, yeah, let's go. This the place it. is going to be rocking. But for me, I'd like to avoid either the Suns or the Wolves. 
I just <laughs> noticed that whenever the kings play someone that has like a big, like, you know, that's like dominantly present, like our offense kind of struggles in the terms that Fox can't drive, Sabonis can't dominate in the paint. So they are unable to clear out the space for the three-point shooters. This is what I noticed. Yeah. So well, bring them yeah, on. So bring I, them on. Bring, yeah, well, bring on the wolves, right? Let's see what Cat looks like taking on the Kings with that yeah. lineup. By the way, uh, had, the T Wolves did lose sorry. tonight. T Wolves did lose to Phoenix tonight. Yeah, I heard. Oh. I saw. Um, I want the Warriors just because I want to shop, shut up all these Warrior fa- bandwagons <laughs> here in the Philippines. Yeah, shut them all <laughs> up in the Philippines, dude. Uh, yeah. Well, King, uh, I, yeah. I appreciate you checking out, uh, checking us out, man. Yeah. Uh, just to close, um, Morgan, I got the postcard that you sent me. Thank you very much. Well, like nice the Davion one. Of course. Yeah. And yeah. No. And if ever you're in the Philippines, guys, I got you guys. Oh yeah! Shout out the Philippines. Thanks, King. All right. Just hit me up or whatever. Yeah, See you, man. <laughs> He's so sweet. Can we also acknowledge that last year, this is how far we have come. What? Last year, a fan puked on the floor during a game, and Luke Walton got fired that night. Vomit man. Yeah. Where is that guy? We we do need to interview him. <laughs> Remember, there's there's certain things yeah. that we are worried about, like if he had like an alcohol problem or if there's something darker and deeper to it. Yeah. But if it was just like a good night and he threw up on the floor somehow, I don't know how that happens. Yeah, so we're trying to figure it out. Um, since King Bobby had to like his interview was kind of low because he was in the office. I want to bring up the energy. I want to play uh, my video outside Golden One. This do. was tonight before night chat. I went out there. And I don't know why, of course, I'm live on YouTube and I cut a promo. 2006. Just soak that shit up and get ready because game one is going to be in this building. Game one of the first round of the playoffs is going to be right here. Let's go. With 18,000 people here chanting, Light the beef! Light the beef! Light the beef! Stupid ass jacket. That thing, that thing <laughs> killed. Like if I saw some freaking fan from a different fan base rocking a furry jacket that lights up all the time, I'd be like, what a douche. Do you do you like this is where me being growing up a wrestling fan? <laughs> yeah. I start off not facing the crowd. And then as I turn the crowd, I I increase the volume of saying, the first round of the playoffs, right here. And they're going to be chanting. That's kind of like The Rock. Chanting oh. my name. You know. But it's not your name. Rocky, it's like the beef. Rock, like the beef. Like the- that Honestly, was great. They all bought in behind me, and it was epic to see that many people. And the way how it's enclosed in there. Yeah. It echoed. Oh, that hit. It was so loud. Yeah. No, it's. I can't imagine. <sighs> Wait. Now we can talk about it since they clinch. Yeah. Do you think Doko is going to be like how uh, Toronto did their whole, or did Milwaukee do that same thing? I think maybe Watch for road. Party? I think for road games, they'll probably open up Golden One Center. Maybe have some activations outside. I think during home games, you can't do that because you know people have to Ooh, get out of the game. Okay, but I do have an idea for home games. What's your idea? I would take over Capitol Park. 
you know, the lawn in between, between the Tower Bridge and the Capitol? Shit, TV yeah. screen, boom, boom, yes. boom. Ton of space for They have, a lot, like, a lot oh of beer God, Like, Tower shit. Bridge, basically, like. Yeah. Oh, yep. Yep. my God. Yep. yep. Sacramento yep. is so cool. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That would be amazing. Thanks for our buddy Sean Stanfield here in the building. By the way, Sean Stanfield, who brings you tonight's edition of Night Chat, he's in the chat. This guy, if you have questions about buying a house or refinancing, can be your guy. Not only is he oh, from Sacramento. No, this guy is here at the moment. It's almost 1 o'clock in the morning, and he's hanging out yep. here with all of you because he is a Kings fan. He's a local product, and he can help you buy a house. All right, can I afford to buy a house? Ask Sean. Ask Sean. Should I refinance right now? Just ask him right now. Rate.com slash Sean Stanfield. Go to rate.com slash slash. I'm flawed. <laughs> Sean Stanfield. He can help you out. Um, you can also call or text him. 916-276-7563. That's 916-276-7563. He has helped many of our podcast listeners whether it's buying a house, refinancing. So hit them up, rate.com slash Sean Stanfield, equal housing lender, subject to credit approval, NMLS ID number 349707, company NMLS ID number 2611, NMLS consumer access dollar. Thank you so much to our friends at Guarantee. Guarantee. Also, we have the longest promo ever. Oh, yeah. I, I, well, I, I was going to cut it off in, uh, at the end of March. Well, it's still up, Morgan. Yeah, um, end of March. If you go to doceamo.com, click on merch. If you use promo code, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You get 20% off your order. We've got hoodies, t-shirts, stickers, and more. We've got our old stuff, our Deuce and Mo NWO style. We got a Deuce and Mo Tower Records edition. Mm. Night chats, hoodies, and crewnecks. Oh, so much. And a new logo, too. It's all at doceamo.com. Click on merch. Use promo code thank you. You'll save 20% off. Appreciate they, your guys' support. We might have a little playoff uh, yeah. merch item coming soon. Yeah. So keep an eye out. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> what? Sorry. I'm, re- yeah, I'm excited for that. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Someone just shared this in our uh, Discord. I just want to show this. Someone just said it in the night chat. We went from this. Oh, God. Look at that. Oh, God. 128 <laughs> to 68. Oh, okay, God. why are we... What is this? No. Photoshop. <laughs> no. Our Discord gets wild sometimes, man. I. I <laughs> it's a good time, though, it's, right? It's a great time. It's a great time. It's a great time. Great community we have. Yeah. We got more people who want to chat, too. Let's um, go. Kings fan says his phone is working. Oh, my God. We have so many people here. I thought we're gonna. Are we gonna go to the snug still? Can't. Well, we have time. last let, calls at two. We, we, let, we're doing last call here. What does that mean? There's a, f- a few more calls. Oh, okay, sure. Rapid fire, man. Let's uh, check in with loyal Sack Kings fan. What's up, loyal Sack Kings fan? Dude, this is the second time we're going to you, and you're not here. No way. You're a Gen Zer. You're you supposed to know how to do your things. Of a gun, going once. Oh. Hey, are you there? Hello. Hey, hey, there you are. What's up, man? You're up way too late. No, I'm not. Oh. Well, what'd you think about tonight's game? How you feeling? Um, it feels great. Okay, you sound way too down right now. Are you not supposed to be on here with us right now? Are you supposed to be asleep? 
Uh, no, I just, <clears throat> I already, I lost my voice. I was yelling earlier. How does this feel? This is the first playoff team you're witnessing. I did cry a little too hard. Did you really? Yes. Yeah, and it was, I Initially, I didn't cry. It was because my grandma called me and I told her that, it, I don't. I told her I don't think the Kings are gonna make the playoffs. And she said, and she's been watching me because she really like, want. She really wanted this for me, so that's why I started crying. Oh, that's cute, man. That's really cute. I'm yeah. glad. I'm glad you had that moment with your grandma, man. That's cool. So what what what's been your favorite moment this year? Is it tonight? Uh, yeah, tonight and probably when we uh, won in double overtime. Mm. Uh. What's this team meant to you, man? It's the best team in my life. You know, it's meant a lot for me uh, because I could have been like all the other kids my age and just become a Warriors fan and just always seen winning, but I stuck with them. So this team does mean a lot to me. They got very emotional. Wow. Wow. No, thank you for sharing that with us. Hey, and thanks for always being here with us too. You're, you know, one of our few Gen Zers and we appreciate your young mind always being here oh thank you i just think too like when i was 13 yeah and it was 2001 or 02 whatever and the kings were in the midst of such a fun time as a kid and i had mm. go go king shaved in the back of my head but um yeah <laughs> I went to Supercuts and did it too, which, you know, that's not the place to go to get Go They They put white out on the back of my head and wrote out Go Kings and tried to shave Go Kings in the back Oops. of my head. Did not look good. Should have gone to a barber. They would have done it perfectly. Okay. Going to, like, some Supercuts person. Not, Got it. Not, um, but it, it's crazy because, like, you will remember this team forever. Like, I remember the 2001 team. And I will forever, every player and what that meant to me, seeing their success, feeling the yes. heartbreak of the playoffs and not reaching yeah. the ultimate goal of winning a championship. And, you know, I rooted for a guy like Doug Christie and now mm -hmm. I'm friends with Doug Christie and even talking to him, you know, he was telling me before <laughs> a couple of games ago, we were talking and before the game and he, he really believes this team can win a championship. I'm like, like I believe they can win a championship too. So. And I, I love that. And I was like, That's cool. Doug really goes, I do. There's some things we have to do. But Doug's whole thing is like, he appreciates the moment. He's happy for the fans. Yeah. But he's like, I didn't come here to make the playoffs. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm -mm -mm -mm. His, his business is to win a championship. Love it. And Why not win a championship? Why not? Why not? No, but to, to hear that, and, and for me as a kid who grew up in Sacramento to – to be like, I rooted for this guy now. Like, he's here and he's a part of things. And for him to be a part of this team is so cool. But my whole point to this is that team I have such a deep connection with. And I will ever, forever have that connection with. And for mm -hmm. you to get this moment to connect with a team that's fun, that became the team that broke the drought. And then you yes. just break the drought by limping in as an eight seed. They're yeah. the number they're the number three seed right now. Amazing. You you'll never Best in the Pacific. And I, I just enjoy this moment, man. Enjoy it. I will. Appreciate you, man. All right. Thanks, All right. guys. See ya. That's just cool, man. Such a cutie. I, I shared this on social media tonight amongst like 8 billion things. I went a little crazy tonight. I mean, didn't but we all? 
I've had a, uh, I, I found this. This is my ticket stub from the last Kings playoff game I was at. Oh, that was yours? Well, someone else? Someone some, else, yeah. Yeah. Um, this was May 5th, 2006. I sat section 216, row R. There's a thump. I think it was $47.50 at the time. Uh, I, I found this during, you know, in, during the pandemic when I'm going through all this stuff. And, um, yeah, I was a senior in high school. And I was able to go to this game because I saved money for my job at KFC. And I'll never forget that moment because you're looking down, seeing the King season come to an end <laughs> in that game. And you're like, this is Rick Edelman's final game. You just saw the vibes. You knew that this was the end of an era. But you didn't know at that moment that that was going to be the, the last playoff yeah. game for se 17 years. 17 years. That's 2006, dude. That is crazy. So the point is, is like you do enjoy the the small victories, and it, it, I don't think this is a small victory at all. I guess my point is, you know, you see some people on social media go, "You're getting so excited for the playoffs, ugh, the playoffs. It's just the playoffs." And I go, you know what, man? Getting back means the world, and it doesn't mean you're satisfied. But I think we can all reflect tonight and on this season go. We did it, and it's not a championship, you know, and we know they're going to be heart heartbreak down the stretch. They're going to lose playoff games. It's going to suck at times, but this moment tonight, you just need to live in it for this moment this, and just soak it up. It exceeded all of my expectations mm. of what this season was going to be, and and I say that because you think about all the, all the years that this organization was like, hey, Let's get Rondo and Rudy Gay and limp into the playoffs. Can we do that? It was always, let's mm. put a Band-Aid on it. Let's put a Band-Aid on it. It was never, let's have a future and sustainable success. And I think that's also why, I mean, not only us, but everyone else out there as as true basketball fans, you, you feel that. You feel the real connection to this squad as a legit basketball team in this league not just like limping on in there what a night what a night anonymous is that your name anonymous what's up yeah dude? what's up man? how are you oh I'm good what's going on man oh i'm just excited yeah <laughs> how are you guys doing hell yeah <laughs> how you guys hell yeah, hell yeah. yeah. What's going on, dude? What what's on your mind? Man, I'm just excited. It's been a long, long time. I was starting high school the last time that we were in this position. Wow. Isn't that wild? It was, it's so wild. We've we seen some bad teams. Did you cry tonight? You know what? I didn't. I don't think it's gonna hit me until we see all the, you know, all the all the towels going in that first playoff yeah. game. Oh, yeah. That's when I think it's gonna hit me, dude. And I haven't even wrapped my head around that. The literal first playoff game in that building. Do you understand what that's going to be like? Oh, Oof. I I was asked about that tonight, and I was just like, oh, it's gonna be louder than ever but it's gonna be loud you guys tell me if you agree with this it's gonna be loud with like passion and love like mm. not just not just audio 
but truly like you're going to feel the energy through people's voices. You know, the other thing I'm going to mention. Yeah. How about the game on Sunday against the Spurs? What's Woo. that? What's that moment going to be like? I just, got the chills right the, now. The, just thinking oh. about it. The first home game since they clinched, you know, yeah. like there's all these different milestones. You know, they have one more game in Portland before they take on the Spurs coming up on Sunday. That's going to be a special moment, too. Just that first game back. I mean, I even someone mentioned this today, uh, tweeted me this. Like, do you think people are going to go to the airport and greet them when they get back from Portland late Friday night, Saturday morning? Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's what they used to do back in the day. So why not? You know, why not? Dude, I'm so glad you're enjoying this moment, though. Yeah, it's it's been a long road. And when we were at doco tonight outside watching the beam and just talking to a ton of fans it's just so fascinating to hear and you just see the joy on people's faces like this guy is like i bought a bottle of champagne two months ago for this moment and they pop in champagne they're all drinking it yeah and it's just it's crazy what sports can do it's crazy what a team in sacramento can do this is our only team Oh yeah, like pro team. I, yeah, yeah, no yeah. disrespect to the Republic or no. the River Cats. I go to those games too, but you know what I'm saying. Like we all have a deep connection to this team for sure. And oh yeah, to to have this opportunity to celebrate like this, what have we been able to celebrate? Let's be honest about it. We celebrated when the team stayed, the, when the new and arena that was emotional was, was built. Yeah, uh, when they got the number two pick. <laughs> wah, 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 wah. Uh, uh, draft lottery when they got the number four pick got Keegan but there hasn't we haven't had like huge moments like there have been games of oh the bogey game winner against the Lakers that was so fun or buddy beat Detroit in Detroit there's be elites at that game winner but like to have a legit moment where it's like wow we get to an end of a season we even mentioned this the Kings have 46 wins they can still get 50 wins this year. Oh my God. How crazy is that? Amazing. Yeah. Man. It's just so amazing, honestly. Like, to think how far they've come. It's not a fluke anymore. We're not stuck in the third. Yeah. We earned it. The Kings earned it. Absolutely. Hell yeah. And, you know, it's finally coming to fruition. All the hard work that they've put in. It's just awesome to see. And I just appreciate you guys, you know. Been a fan of you guys since way back in the KHTK days. Aww. It was uh, do some Moan J. Ross. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Those were good dude. times, man. Those are great times. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks. I appreciate you guys. Yeah, no, we appreciate you. And thanks for being along for the journey and excited to continue this journey with you. Hell yeah. Let's get it. Let's hey, go. light the beam. Light, light the beam. Hell yeah. Light the beam. Let's take a few more, Morgan. And then we have to go through super chats. I'm trying to get to all these people that have been waiting. Hey, Venom yeah. Fury, what's up, Venom? Hey, can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah, we got you, man. Man, this is oh, I'm still taking it all in. I mean, it's just such a surreal moment. I'm 19 years old. I've been a fan of this team all my life. My dad used to work security at Arco Arena. He'd bring us to the games. You know, we'd go there and watch us get killed and. And, you know, it's still such an amazing environment to be in with such a crazy fan base and just being a part of a team where no one really ever took you seriously. Like, oh, you're a Kings fan. Okay, like whatever. And then everybody bandwagoned over to the Warriors during 2015 and their big run. And um, also being a big part of this, uh, the the fan base during the fight to keep us in, in Sacramento when we were going to leave. 
um, I remember I went to the rally uh, yeah. where we yeah. celebrate that. And, and that was amazing. Being a part of that and, yeah. and that being my childhood, it, I feel like it gives me a special connection to it. And now looking back at us, you know, celebrating just having a team and just being able to have this environment and this community to, to be in and to, to just to be able to connect with people. And now looking at it, like we're in the playoffs, like mm. we're contenders, like it's insane how far we've come. And it's just, it, I, I watched this, I watched uh, when we went on that big run in the fourth quarter, we went up by 30. I just started crying, man. That was just, I'm looking, I'm like, this team is just so amazing. The, the, the community that this team has built, the, the team that Mike Brown has built, uh, Vivek, I thought about Vivek too. Vivek took over this team when we were at our lowest, and he just brought us from the ground Dude. up and, and letting Mike Brown. And, and he wasn't there tonight, Ma man. I felt bad for him. I know. Yeah, it was so sad. Yeah. And let, he, he let Monty McNair do his thing, and Monty McNair and everybody behind the scenes, and Sabonis and Fox and all the players and everybody else. Egan breaking the three point record. It's just, this was such a great night. And. It's just, it, this is going to be a night that I remember for a long time. You know, I, And to I, think that this I, probably isn't even the first time. This probably isn't going to be the only time. This is the first time in a, in a series of, I'm, I'm assuming, long seasons where we're going to continue to be great. And I just cannot wait for what the future holds for this team. I didn't even think about it from, like, a really young person's perspective. Like, we were talking to a little Sack Kings fan who's yeah. 13, right? But, like, you're 19, so you remember more of the, the, the really tough you like you grew yeah. up in it. like you have never yeah. experienced you have no memories of the good team. And even like that's the other thing, even if you have some memories of oh five, oh six, if you're a younger person have a memory of the last team that made the playoffs, that wasn't the great Kings team, right? Like that was like mm -hmm. a team that started off terrible. They traded Peja, took a gamble on our test, they had Bonzi who would play like a savage. In that series against the Spurs, Sharif Abdurrahim, it was like an interesting team, but like they weren't going to win all. And then it was gone. Like Bonzi left as a free agent. He turned down a deal with the Kings. You know, Adelman got fired, all, you know, and it just went to hell. Um, but for you to like experience this for the first time is really cool because it's. Yeah, I mean, there's just nothing like it when your team's good. And Kings fans have, longtime Kings fans haven't felt it for a long time, obviously, but you've literally never felt it until this year. And it's just, I'm, I'm happy for you. I really am happy for you. All right, guys. All right. You guys have a great night. Get some sleep if you guys can. Yeah. I know it's going to be hard coming down from this. But like the beam, baby. We're, 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 and you know what's crazy? We're just getting started. We still got the whole entire playoffs ahead of us. Yeah. It's insane to see what this team's going to be capable of. I'm so excited to see what Mike Brown's able to get out of these guys. I know Mike Brown's playoff experience is going to be a very, very big part of how we're able to compete. I think I – think, some people are counting us out, so I'm excited to see if we can turn. Keep some doing it. And Keep counting them out, right? <laughs> yeah, right. You know, we we work best under pressure. We work yeah. best when they think that we can't do it. All right, man. We'll talk to you soon. All right. See you guys. All right. Appreciate it. Thank you. Take a few more before we wrap up here. Uh, what's up, Just Chillax? Hey, long time no talk. I know, man. How are you feeling tonight? Man, I am freaking exhausted. It's last semester of college, and I've just been getting everything done and then i'm like 
at least ever it's so weird being 49ers giants and kings fan and it's gone from like oh the giants are the good team oh the niners are the good team then the niners lose this year and i'm like oh at least i've got the kings and i've never been able to yeah yeah it's real nice what have you enjoyed most about uh this season i just reflecting the whole way because i i haven't been a fan as long as many people have i really started following the kings back in 2014 2015 is when i started getting into basketball and i was like i'm not going to cheer for the warriors i'm not going to cheer for the team that's winning i'm going to cheer for the kings because they're going to make the playoffs any year now because they've missed it so many times and then it was year after year after year and i'm like oh man i can't even imagine for the people that have been here the whole time and just because i i remember being so excited when fox was drafted and being like we got we got our guy now and i started getting worried up till the trade deadline last year of like, maybe Fox wasn't the guy, maybe he's going to get traded and keeping him around, keeping HB around and then building the team around. Basically those two were the only ones that we really had from the, the Vlade days that are still a a solid part of the rotation. And now they're helping lead this team to one of the most incredible seasons in basketball history, just in terms of, how quickly it all turned around yeah, yeah. from nothing to something. <laughs> it's awesome. Basketball history. I love it. It, but yeah, yeah. Not necessarily I, the best season by a I team, know what but you're just saying. an incredible season it's been, in yeah. the broad scope. It's been really fun. You're so right. There, there aren't many stories like this. It's like no, the Mariners no last year like and the Kings like this. No, and no, there's no NBA. There's not a lot of sports teams that have been around for 38 seasons in the city and are celebrating just their 11th playoff appearance. This is only the ninth time in 38 years that the Kings have been above 500 in a season. This is a big deal. So, yeah. yeah. Dude, I, I'm glad you're enjoying it, man. Yeah, and uh, before I go and go to bed and <laughs> take a nap... Basically, before I wake up for school the next morning, uh, do you guys have the clip of uh, Gary Gerald's call at the end where he's talking about like the Oasis and finally reaching it? Because I can't find that anywhere. Uh, we did. I actually shared it on social media, and I could play it in three, in two, and one. Belvedova holding it. See if he tries to give it up to avoid being credited a turnover or not. He's just going to hold it, and uh, the buzzer sounds to shot clock violation. So the Blazers will get the ball back. We have only 12.8 seconds remaining. And Kings fans, we can see them in all areas of the arena. A lot of purple on their feet, chanting, light the beam. Well, in a matter of five seconds, it will be lit in Sacramento. The horn sounds, and for the first time in 17 years, 16 seasons of frustration, 16 years of wandering in the desert, looking for that oasis. The Kings have finally found the sparkling waters, the palm trees. It's not a barrage. It's the real deal. Sacramento has clinched first round home court advantage in the playoffs that will be starting in a couple of weeks. Tonight's final score is 120 to 80. Love it. Gary deserves this too, man. He does. So good. I'm glad that he's still still here and given us the best. But I, I listen to the radio for almost every game now. It's just so much fun. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it, man. And uh, thanks for checking in. Yeah, thank you, guys. Have a Thank good night. you. Peace. Love it. That call almost got you. Again, you hear, it's the second time you heard that. I know. I know. I know. I, last one of the night.
What's up, who dat? What now? Who dat? What now? Yeah, sorry. I just had to joke. And now you guys like to fail last time. This, this hey. is, there's a lot of pressure on you right now. <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. Calling into a show where you got over a thousand people that are extremely excited about, you know, a massive <laughs> yeah, win. Yeah, you're going to be the last one. Oh, am I really now? Yeah. yeah, wow. yeah there's Bring a it. lot of pressure, dude. The, a lot. The finishing well, I'll say I'm calling from Peru. And I haven't been able to see a single change or like go to a single teams game this season for the first time in a while. And I, uh, I remember being just six, seven years old, freaking out and seeing the Kobe, the uh, the uh, Kobe Bryant like uh, commercials when he hit that fall away three on us, he just crushed our hearts. Robert Ori then hit it and just having that heartbreak and just to finally have this beauty that's showing up and just so many people cheering. We're getting out bandwagoners getting people all over the world, the Philippines calling in. Like, man, there's so much energy. Incredible. So much energy. And I'm so glad that you can feel it all over the world. And that's truly, I think, what people even in the basketball world, in the NBA world are feeling tonight is just excited for this fan base and excited for all of us to be able to celebrate whether it's a, a small win for some markets. It's it's huge for the city and this market. So I'm, I'm, I'm so glad that you're here. Thanks. Yeah. I couldn't miss it. I mean, uh, you're really, uh, you're cutting out a little bit. Um, Oh, yeah, sorry. I'll uh, finish. You guys got to go to bed anyways. So. All right. Good night. I'm just excited. And <laughs> Dude, I'm shout so out Peru. Happy for you guys. Yeah, I'm happy for you, man. Congratulations uh, you. to everybody, man. Thank you. What a night. What a night. And we're, we're going to have a ton of coverage. And I just want to also say, I want to update this real fast because you guys have been so supportive. Uh, we have reached over 11,000 subs on hey, YouTube. Yeah. Mike Brown, how's that feel? Ah! Dude, you guys are literally the best. Um, we keep celebrating the. I know for you know a small business that is just trying to grow all the small accomplishments. This is always so huge to all of us. So thank you for all the super chats tonight, you guys. I know we couldn't get to them all, but yeah, actually we thank should you. mention some. Okay, of them. thank you so much to Westack Kings fan donating five bucks. Thank you, Deuce and Mo, for being there for all these years, dude. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for Jim for Taco donating two bucks. Last time Kings made the playoffs, The Rock had a hairline. That's funny. Shout out to Chase E. Appreciate you donating. Thank you so much to E J Near who donated seventeen bucks. Kings playoffs. Thanks for the coverage during the. Bad and now the good light the effing beam. Thank you. Brooke became a member for six months. Thanks so much to Jake for donating five bucks. Hey, Blake, thank you for the 10 bucks. Balance out the beams. Let's effing go. Steve says, We did it. Donating 10 bucks. Thank you. Swagman's been a member for nine months. Same with Toby B. He's been a member for 10. Thank you so much to Toby for donating two bucks. No more Kangs. The curse is broken. Jessica, thank you so much. $2 sync playoff beam. Nathan J, you're the man. $2. Make me cream, make me beam. Okay. <laughs> I'm not reading that. I'm not, re I'm not reading that one. Tina, thank you so much for resubscribing. Forrest Lee, he's been a member for nine months. Wow. Amazing for donating too. Thank you guys so, so, so much. Thank you. Uh, we're going to have awesome playoff coverage. We'll have a ton of coverage coming up. Just stay locked in with us we appreciate your guys' support so 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 much i'm beyond happy for king's fans tonight 
We've been in this for a long time. We did it, you guys. Go to sleep. Enjoy it. Shout out to everyone who's been a part of this journey. And Sleep Beams, we love you, but we got to go. Best community I've ever been a part of. Sleep Beams, everybody. Deuce and mo, Deuce and mo, Deuce and mo. They tell you what they know. Deuce and mo, Deuce and mo, Deuce and mo. The podcast that you know. Deuce and mo. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.